So yeah, the podcast is Brand Dash on 3.0, and then we're just gonna talk about uh, you know putting businesses on the front here in Holland, Michigan. All right. All righty. Put my phone over here so I don't mess it up too much. So co-hosting today we have my uncle, the one. Go ahead. Nefty Chico, <laughs> aka Nasty Neff. There you go. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Nefty. What do you own here in the town? Um, aside from owning a lot of hearts, I own Nefty's Barbershop, located in 441 Washington Avenue. That can be found in uh, Washington Square Shopping Center, which is in the um, Third Ward District of Holland. And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of buzz going around there. A lot of stuff popping off. You want to throw some shout outs to anybody? Here? I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Greg Hill, um, owner of Minimart. Um, our buddy Rob, the owner of uh, The Biscuit, and uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy Rick and my homegirl Erica and my mom, we call her the godmother, Gina, back at the barbershop right now holding it down. Oh, that's awesome. So how long have you guys been there? We've been uh, established at the barbershop for almost three years this October, and uh, we thought it was going to be a slow start, but uh, it was not. It just took off. It's a it's a real blessing. It's awesome. Just having a lot of fun. Giving back to the community, cutting hair, and uh, it's good to be uh, it's good to be there. I actually grew up in that neighborhood, so uh, when people see me and they recognize me, they be like, "Hey, man, really, you know, really, really, really like that you got a, we really like that you got the shop going in here. That's awesome." I was like, "Me too." <laughs> So it's good to give back to the community I came from. So that obviously, you know, um, you've been there for a couple of years now, from the neighborhood, from Holland. How long have you lived in Holland? What's your whole background? Like? I came from, uh, well, I came from a place called Edinburgh, Texas. That's in the Valley of Texas. And uh, we moved up here. We originally moved to Bay City, Michigan for a little bit, and we worked up there as farmers. My sister was born, came, so we went back and then came back again. But this time we, we ended up in Holland for better opportunities. Um, my mother, she she worked at uh, J.C. Penney's doing hair, and we would also um, be in blueberry farming in the summer. So really, it just uh, I came from that background. Try to get a better life, just like everybody else. Right. And who got you into who got you into being a barber, cutting hair? Originally, I hated the fact that uh, I hated everything about hair growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, my brother, God rest his soul, he uh, told me one day, or he asked me one day, could I cut his hair? And I looked at him with this weird look, like I don't cut hair. You know that? He's <laughs> like, I'm only only like 13 at the time, and he's like, well, we'll call mom on the phone, and we'll have her walk you through it, because I need a haircut bad, you know, he had to get ready for a for a party and whatnot, <laughs> so we did, and, you know, I cut his hair best I could, and, you know, with the, with the help with our mother on the phone, and uh, it came out pretty good, and he said, hey, man, you should actually try cutting hair for a living, and I just looked at him like, nah, whatever, you know, I would lighten my friends up and stuff, you know, I I was pretty good at that, but I, I never see myself uh, being a barber or anything. I originally wanted to be a pilot, 
Yeah. Same here, same here. Yeah, but I was afraid of heights, so that wasn't going to work out. <laughs> I hear you. So, yeah. Okay, so then where did this all start then? Like, where was the, the center of that? This all started on 17th Street in Holland, Michigan, mm-hmm. in, the wow. basement, in the basement. Uh, that's where we started cutting hair, my, my brother's hair, and then uh, it moved over to house to house with my friends. And next thing you know, my friends are liking the haircuts. Uh, but then I ended up getting shipped off to ROTC in 2004, and then I I, uh, I went to be a carpenter. I took a hands-on trade to be a carpenter and a mason, a uh, bricklayer over there. So then I was just doing that, and then one day a guy came up to me. He was like, hey, man, you do you know anyone that knows how to cut hair? And I was like, no. <laughs> but he goes, I got a pair of clippers. You think you can try to cut my hair? I was like, yeah, all right. And, you know, I had a little bit of experience from before, so I started doing that, and they liked it, and I just kept kept on with it. And there was a couple guys there that didn't know how to cut hair, so I just watched them and asked for some pointers. And I, I, took, I took some liking into it because it's a type of art. You have to scope people's hairstyle and her hair and make them look, you know, decent. Oh, yeah. So when I got back, you know, when I got done with that, I got back home and... I actually took an interest in it, and I asked my mother, because he was running a, a salon at the time, and I, I asked her, because she helped me learn how to cut hair. She showed me how to cut hair, and I'm grateful for that, and then I just took off with it. It's really something I like, because it's like I get to meet different types of people every day from all walks of life, and uh, I learn a lot about them. I learn a lot, and I think one thing in this world that I really like is... Uh, is learning from different people, and everybody can learn from from somebody, and uh, that's you know I look at it like different types of uh, databases coming in, coming into my program all you know at once every day, and this is the thing that I soak up you know, and they learn some stuff from me maybe, that's cool you know. Um, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. What kind of what kind of things are you? like to give the audience like little tidbits or nuggets or you know I, I just really what I'm doing is when I cut hair is I, I give I give the people uh like knowledge no I, I mean insight, or you make them feel some type of way it, it, I, I give them who I am you know sometimes okay. I'm I'm a, I'm a goofball sometimes I'm a jokester sometimes I you know we'll we'll um we'll just talk you know, um, serious things. Um, we talk, you know, there's always, there's always talk about, you know, God and, and biblical things. Um, sometimes somebody just needs somebody to talk to and tell me their problems. And, you know, I, you know, I, I feel like a counselor in a way sometimes because I get to listen to people's problems, people's successes, you know, things people are interested in, and then I can relate to them and I can, you know, speak to them. Um, and that's crazy because that's all. In, that's all in a barber shop. You know, like how important yeah. do you think like barber shop is to the community? Because it's not only just about cutting hair. Obviously, yeah. there's just so much more to it. There's a dynamic to it. There's a culture there. You know, there's yeah. openness there. Well, bar barbering is definitely you know coming back. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of connection to the street. There's a lot of connection to people. Um, it's. It's hip hop culture. It's, it's a, uh, it's um, a bonding, you know, a way to bond with your community and people from your street. It's, 
it's uh it's a way to to go you know if you're having a bad day it's it's a good stress reliever you go you get a nice haircut you leave you feel good about yourself you're having a rough day um you get to hang out with nothing and have some fun yeah you go hang out with me and the crew and hopefully we can make you laugh you know so you know some there's always sports arguments or you know just everybody laughing and what, what would you say to those people I know you probably don't think about this much but what would you say to those people who did have a bad experience there one time or another if people have had a bad experience um at my shop man I I I can't really uh I can't really say too much about that um if if they do if they do maybe it was just a a bad situation. Maybe it was just wrong timing or something, because mm-hmm. usually that's that's not the case. Um, I like that. I like that. We always try and make everybody feel comfortable there. We always, you know, try and greet everybody, er, everybody that comes in, and just well, treat we, them like, you know, like uh, like we're like a family almost. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is, you know. Exactly. So what would you tell those people that have never been to a barbershop? Things to expect. Cause it's not this is not quick cuts. You no, know what I'm saying it's not quick cuts. You're not gonna be in no. there real quick enough. Yeah, the thing Especially about when it comes to your barbershop, yeah, because yours is not any other barbershop. Well, I'm I'm gonna say uh, when you go into a place, when when you go into there's a difference between barbershop and a franchise barbershop. Um, the franchise barbershop, like quick cut stuff like that. Um, not the dog on them, you know. Business no, business. not no. Of course, business is business. They you know they do what they do. We do what we do. But I believe that. When you come to Nefty's Barbershop, you're, you're getting a full-on experience on real people doing real uh, barbering. Not saying that, you know, any other chain out there is, you know, they're fake people. Not saying that at all. What I'm saying is when you come in there, you, you, you go through an experience of people who have um, came from different backgrounds and are making a business you know, uh, a new business prosper, and uh, we're giving you 100% raw, real people. Um, we're giving you more than, we're giving you a long, um, how do I say this? We're giving you a, how do you say? Experience. We're just giving you a, a great, yeah, life and experience. We're, we're giving you um, something you can, you know, talk to your friends about, be like, hey man, that place is it's legit. It's real cool. It's cool people, you know, good haircuts. And we don't, you know, some, I, we understand some people do want an in and out haircut. And uh, sometimes you won't get it at Nefty's Barbershop because so many people have been coming and just want to get a haircut yeah. and want to, you know, want to experience Nefty's Barbershop, you know, the style and stuff. And we, we take care of our customers, man. We take care of the people, our clients. We like to make sure they look good, feel good when they leave. You know, and that's that's what it's all about is is connecting with people, making them look good and feel good because, you know, what does it say? If, uh, like Deion Sanders, when he was an athlete, says, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. And if you play good, they pay good. <laughs> I like that. It's worth it. It's worth it. Heck yeah. So then what's, uh, what's up for Nefty? What's going on here in uh with Nefty's Barbershop, what are you guys trying to do with it now that, you know, you've been established for so yeah. much? I mean, I, I know you're the type of person, you know, wants more and more. Like, I've seen yeah. the process for the past decade, you know, from you, you know, getting your license. Like, how, how was that, how was that, uh, 
the process, you know what I'm saying? Like from the start to the end, like man, uh, how was that? Because I think people are more interested, always, always more interested about the process and the yeah. advice you have to give, you know. So that way, you never know, you might be motivating a young barber out there, yeah. or someone to come to you, you know what I'm saying? Well, the process of getting the barber's license is obviously, you know, um, signing up to be in a barber shop and then you know get your hours in, graduate, you know, through the barber college, and then you you do your state board tests and. You get licensed, but uh, it's it's a process. It takes about a year. For me, it took me a year and about six months to achieve because I had to drive back and forth from Holland to East Lansing every Why? day from Monday to Friday. Why East Lansing? I uh, well, that there the only place? that was the only place. There was a barber college here, but it had got shot down, mm. and then I had to transfer over there. So I had to drive from Monday through Friday from uh, here here to East Lansing, and I would had to wake up at five thirty. No, I had to wake up at 5, leave at 5.30, and switch cars in Grand Rapids with, to carpool with another, some other people that go to school with us, and then drive all the way to East Lansing, and then do the same thing on the way back. Sometimes bad weather, you know, made us not come home to about eight years old, and it was real tough, man. I have, I have four girls, you know, and a wife that I had to, I had to still try and maintain, so um, at the time I was boxing, and uh, I was in competitive boxing, and I had, to, I had to put all that on hold. And as soon as I got back into town, I had to go and do house calls or, you know, you know, do cuts as much as I could part-time just to be able to provide for my family. You know, I'm just grateful that uh, I had my mother and, and my mother-in-law that would come around and, and bring us food because it was, you know, I grew up poor, and uh, that was probably the hardest part of my life without a doubt to have to provide for a family and go to school on no income. And, um, you know, I'm just, you know, grateful by the grace of God that I got, I got that, uh, that help. And um, it was very tough, you know. Sometimes uh, I would cut hair until 3 in the morning, go to sleep, wake up two hours later, and go to school and do it all over again and try and get some naps in my barber chair at, at, at barber college while no one was coming in, you know. So I basically lived off of tips at, at Barber College and then uh, cut as much as I could at uh, back here at home. And it was very hard, but you know what? The price of sacrifice is bigger at the end because now I don't have to worry about what my kids are going to eat. I don't have to worry about driving all the time. If I'm going to have enough gas to get home, I'm not going to worry about being away from my family for so long. You know, I got my kids in the shop running around helping me out too. You know, and uh, it's 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 very it's very awesome. So for anyone that thinks that it's gonna be too much to do, um, I'm pretty much I, I'll give you that prime example right there. That you know, nothing can be, you know, hard without you know, faith and uh, determination. And a anyone can do what I'm doing and do it even better if they want to. I like that. I like that a lot. You know. Anyone who's ever been anywhere hasn't got, you have to put the hard work in, you know what I'm saying? Like, never, unless your parents are rich and they gave you money and all this stuff, but like, that hustle is real. I understand that. Yeah, it is very real. It's very real. How did you feel going through that process? Like, the out, like I feel like it might, it, like a weird sense of like, damn, I'm getting it done though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like a, set, oh, like, a weird sense of pride, even though your body's exhausted, you're mentally exhausted, you're just still like, I'm doing it. Yeah, I just, man, honestly, I, uh, I wanted to give up. I wanted to give up a lot. 
Um, the only thing I, that kept me going was my kids. Um, my wife um, being there with me and telling me that, you know, I can do it. And, you know, it's very, it's very, um, it's very hard to do something by yourself. It's always good to have a good support system and people that are constantly encouraging you because it, it, it really helps out. Um, it was uh, it was hard and it was very hard. Um, I I guess um, sometimes I, I was I would feel depressed. You know, we we couldn't do we really couldn't do much for almost almost you know just under two years, and um, it yeah it was uh, it was tough. It was very tough. It was it was pretty tough mentally. It was draining. Um, physically, it was draining. Um, but you know, you just you want you want better, and and you know that all you need is just that that piece of paper that says you're licensed in the state of Michigan to get your you know get your work in. And that's what I was striving for. Cause when did you hit that point where you're like, yes, like hey, like hey, let's go, we're on. Yeah, when I finally got my when I finally graduated, when I when I got to eighteen hundred hours, just under eighteen hundred hours, we needed two thousand hours in Barber College. To, to grip to um, qualify for our, um, we had to our, our our test. We had to do a test, a test out of the college to make sure we we're ready. Then we had to set up and do two more tests for state board. And when I got to uh, when I got past the uh, the test for Barber College, it's when I felt the biggest relief and weight off my shoulders because I knew now I didn't have to drive every day to Lansing. I didn't have to try to, you know, scavenge for money for gas, scavenge for money for food, or even scavenge for food. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was able to do more cuts and stay at home more. So I was working on that. And then at the meantime, I was practicing for my state board test. And uh, when I went to my state board and, and passed my first test, I was real nervous because I knew that my second test was a written one, and that was hard. I, it was a lot of reading. You know, you got you to... Gotta, you got a, was it, like a Chinese phone book size, you know, <laughs> study guide that you got to go through. And, um, you know, well, so I have to say when I finished my written test, it's just like I, I probably had some tears come out of my eyes and just uh, a lot of relief, a lot of gratefulness that I was done. And after that, it was just time to search for a place to cut. Mm-hmm. And then, then what happened to that? You found found a location here in Washington yeah. Square? Well, I, I was looking at this location in Washington Square. It's, it was the one I'm in right now. And uh, there, was, there was already an, uh, there was somebody occupying it right now. And I didn't want to go anywhere else. I, I, I knew that if I, if I want to open up a barbershop, I wanted to open it in my community because there's a lot of people there. There was a lot of elderly folk that um, were there that I remember growing up that were real, you know, they're real humble people around there. Um, and I wanted to bring it back to my community. You know, I wanted to say, hey, I'm from here. I'm here to stay, and I'm here to bring something to everybody. And uh, I was real disappointed when I went there to that building, and it wasn't it wasn't available. There was already someone there, so it it kind of it kind of like crushed my dream a little bit because that's where I wanted to be at since before I started Barber College. That's the spot I wanted, and. Um, it was like I couldn't have it, so I was like, all right. So then I, I felt like I had to just find a different place to to work out of. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to build, I didn't want a barbershop. I just wanted to work under somebody and just, you know, make make some money and collect. 
until I, you know, I could find a spot that was as um, decent as that place that I wanted. But uh, really, all I did after that was I just prayed. Um, I prayed a lot about finding me a good spot, some place where I can be used, some place that you know um, I'm well, I'm kind of known, so then I can grow, some place that people need me. And uh, by the grace of God, man, maybe about three months later, that same spot I was looking for opened up, and um, they came up to me. Um, the owners, and said, hey, are you still interested in the building? And I said, yeah, I'm still interested in the building. And uh, they're like, all right, well, go ahead. Um, this, we're going to go ahead and give you the keys. This is how you're doing it. But when I got there, there was so much work to be done, but I was just so, I was just so excited and so happy that I'm in there because now I got a key. I'm inside the building. But there was a lot of work to be done in there, so my wife and I, we started right away just ripping up the walls, you know, painting, board, putting putting uh, the wood wood up, you know, and um, you know we started working it up and uh, yeah. started giving it that old school feel and look and yeah, man. That's, that's what you're going for, right? That's the that's what, what are the yeah. influences in the shop? Because I've been I've been in there a couple of times. I see a lot of boxing, San Francisco Forty Nine. Yeah. There's a lot of nefty in there. You know? I mean, the the uh, a lot of the influence just comes from. What I like, and uh, I like, uh, you know, or what I love, really, I should say, I love boxing, I love football, I love, you know, San Francisco 49ers, go Niners. Um, I love a lot of, I love a lot of sports, and these things are just, you know, these are things that I brought, you know, from my house, or I have some people that donated there. And when I was opening the shop, there's actually a lot of people from the neighborhood and from different areas that came. And said, "Hey, uh, let me go ahead and can I can I put this in here? Can I get this? Would you would you hang this up if you want?" I was like, "Yeah, it's awesome. I have my friend uh, who's also my you know my coach, my my good friend and my landlord. His name is uh, Butch Hernandez. He actually brought in a lot of boxing memorabilia and, and helped me out with stuff like that with promoting. And he helped me actually put the mirrors up and stuff. Um, I got people that came and and donated." these uh, real expensive like office chairs and stuff and I was just very grateful for it and you know I would ask them what do you want for it and they're like just nothing <laughs> like really oh man I gotta at least give you a couple haircuts or something they're like well that's fine and uh, that was I thought that was very cool um, so yeah it was a lot of uh, really it's a lot of help in that shop it's a lot of different people in that shop. So I can't really just say it's just me, but a lot of, you know, it's really just a lot of the community helping me out. And then now, it's, uh, looking towards the future now, I know you got a couple plans in place. Uh, I don't know if you want to speak on some of them. I know uh, not necessarily haircuts or not necessarily barbershops either. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I Well, one thing I really wanted to do was... Uh, I wanted to get um, really involved in making some T-shirts for my business, but it's not going to be just the advertising uh, Nefty's Barbershop. It's going to be more like a, how do I say, like an urban wear type, you know, clothing. And really, I just want to focus on maybe just hats, sweaters, and T-shirts. Um, I, I got a lot of ideas in my head, a lot of pictures that I want to put on a T-shirt that would represent... Um, my ideas of barbering and how I look at it 
and um, I think it's going to make a big impact um, with the community and with the people um, about barbering and and kind of like a metaphorical picture on a T-shirt to have you know to draw them like hey that's awesome you know because one thing there can never be enough of is barbers in in this world you know that we need a lot more it's a dying it's it's a dying art you know that's slowly slowly coming back and we you know we really need them. What would you, so like last question, we'll do like a, like a question in the, what's something you're curious about, what's something you want to know about, you can ask anybody any questions. Maybe this can kind of help you in a sense too, get some feedback back, you know, from them. Like, what's yeah. one thing you'd like to know or ask? I know it's a tough question, but yeah. you know. Hmm. That's a good question. Like it'd be like, you know, what would you like to see more of, you know, I'd, I, yeah. like I'd, I'd like to see... I'd like to see more people from different walks of life, um, and you in know, barbershop. Yeah, we well, we we'd have we have more and more people coming in, um, and we'd still like to see more people, be, not just from not just from the South Side, but all over Holland, Zealand. We got little by little, we got people trickling in. Like, hey, I never knew about this place. We'd like to see more people, more more people, because I believe everyone's unique and. We just we just want to you know get a chance to to meet people and do what we do on them, you know, and if you know even if like people you know have are, are set with their own barbers, come on in the shop, say hi, just look at look around, because um, I believe when you walk into Nephi's barbershop, it's it's kind of like you're going back in time, you know, you you see what's on my walls, and we're not we're not um, we're not modern, we're not up, you know. And up to date looking barbershop. We we try and keep it old fashioned, you know. See the whole wall with pictures and stuff. We we we'd like to see more people come in, and just you know get a feel, sit down even you know get an experience, even if you're not gonna get a haircut, have a seat and just listen to us talk. Right. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's like a it's it's like a social group, social club, you know, in a way. And uh, we just want people to experience a, a barbershop. So what can you what can, what can you do to draw more people in all diverse backgrounds? Um, I mean that's the question, right? In a sense, like that's what I, you're looking for. Well, I think um, one thing I've been doing is I've been I've been going into different stores here and there, or different uh, like um, I'll go into like a coffee shop and I'll meet people, introduce myself, and I'll give them uh, you know. You know, car business card, and I'll tell them to look us up on Instagram, Facebook, and um, that way it, it gives a little introduction of who we are and shows pictures of our work. Um, and we go to like like sometimes I'll go to like uh, the bar across the street mm-hmm. Friday nights. You can catch us at uh, shout, out to, uh, shout out to the Brew Merchant, uh, Chris and Carrie out there. Almost forgot that shout out. It's good people. Um, we every Friday nights we're over there. Um, me and my friend Jeremy Miller at Crown Motor. That's another uh, shout out. Um, yeah, we meet all types of people, and and it's a real it's a real mellow spot there too. And and there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of young to older crowd there. And like I said, I I love meeting everybody and and the older groups too because uh, they know a lot more. They've been around longer, and you know they know so. 
I like me and them to really push it out there and they talk to the rest of their friends. And really it's just, you know, word of mouth a after that plus what I'm doing. So the word spreads, you know. You get it. And, and people start seeing my work on their artwork and they, they see we do a good haircut, you know, they're going to stay. And that's one of the ways uh, we get our, our information out there is word of mouth and little by little, you know, leave my card everywhere. Nephew's Barbershop, staple in the community here, down on Washington Street. Anything you want to leave the audience with? A little tidbits, just a little last couple words. Um, yeah, tip your barbers. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really just uh, come on into Nephew's Barbershop if you guys ever get a chance. Um, and just come and say hi, you know. Um, you know, we're people just like everybody else. We're we're one hundred percent real. We don't pretend to be anybody. We're not. You know, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a good experience if you come to our barbershop, and um, just come and look us up on uh, Nefty's Barbershop on Facebook or uh, Nefty's Barbershop in Instagram, and uh, yeah. Awesome. Neil, shout out to the community. Thanks for being on here. Oh yeah. Hopefully we can get you back on again sometime. Yeah. Thanks soon. for having me. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Can't wait to see how that brand comes. Hopefully, uh, all these new plans are in place in time. Oh, yeah. Patience. Patience, Patience is a virtue. <laughs>